I had an epiphany today while I was scrolling through TikTok on one of my numerous phone study breaks. And I saw, so I follow like the official Bluey account. And I feel like we don't, as a society, you know, because we all live in a society, we don't talk about the show, the children's, Australian children's TV show, Bluey Enough. And I feel like that's a real shame because I think that in everyone's lifetime, they should at least watch a couple Bluey episodes because they are, I don't know how to describe it, but they just make me feel so good when I watch them. And the fact that they're like made for little children, I don't know, it's just, it's very sweet and it's a really good show. And I follow the official account on TikTok because of course, so whenever the clips come up on my feed, I always get so happy. And this was a clip about the intro so how they intro every episode is with a little like i don't it's not like a song but it's like a they're playing like um you know that game where it's like you're dancing and then you stop the music and whoever's still dancing when the music stopped is out i for some reason don't remember the name of that game right now but like they play that game and like that's how they introduce like each of the characters and now they're having like a new intro where they're introducing like all of bluey's friends as well and I was just like overwhelmed with love for the show. Like I realized in that moment, I was like, I would get a Bluey tattoo, like fully get a Bluey tattoo. I wouldn't get a tattoo like of Bluey, like it's maybe something that represents Bluey and like the show, like in a cute way. But like I would fully get a Bluey tattoo somewhere on my body. So anyways, what a way to start this episode. I just, I had to get that off my chest because that was like, such a big moment for me. I was like, whoa, like, I don't think I've loved a show as much as I love Bluey. And as far as I know, I don't think, I don't, I don't know, maybe kids here watch it too, but I feel like people don't really talk about it. But I guess it's also because I am 21 years old and like all my friends are about my age, so it's not necessarily geared towards us. But I watched my first ever Bluey episode when um, I was a junior in college, so literally like two years ago, but there was an episode about, like, sharing, and I don't remember why, but we watched it in, like, my geology, like, geo-environment class, so I don't really remember what the, what the point of that was, but it was, like, one of the episodes about sharing, and it was so cute, and yeah, from that moment on, I was hooked. I was like, oh my god, like, what is the show? And I think I talked about it, but when Reba and I went to Greece, or, like, whenever we go anywhere, we always will end our nights by watching Bluey. Like, we'll stream the free episodes that are available on YouTube, on the TV, and, like, we'll watch Bluey before we go to bed. So, it's pretty great. I would highly recommend checking it out if you have, haven't watched it. And the episodes are really short, too. They're all, like, less than 10 minutes long. So, it's not a huge time commitment either. And I guarantee you will feel better. <laughs> and that kind of segues into what we're going to be talking today. Gratitude. So because it's like Thanksgiving week and my smart goal for this month was to do my gratitude journal, I thought it would be a fun topic to talk about and, you know, something relevant and not just because it's Thanksgiving, but I've had like a lot of random little annoying things happen this week that have made me feel grateful for the fact that I'm doing a gratitude journal because it's very easy to kind of get into that negative mindset but having the gratitude journal has kind of forced me to reevaluate that common like thinking trap 
So first off, and this isn't like necessarily a bad thing. It's more of like a sad thing. We got our new small group for next semester, and it was just like a reminder that I'm not going to be with the same people I am now for like our small group. Like it's all changing next semester. So, and I know like I don't want to be like, oh, like I'm not going to get along with the people in my next small group or like if they're not this small group, I'm going to hate them. Like obviously it's not like that, but it's just like sad that I'm not going to see these people because we're in different groups like A and B. So like we won't even like we'll kind of have like flipped schedules because of that. So like I won't even see them most of the time. So it's just kind of sad. But also it's a good thing that they're like switching it up so that we can like get to know other people because I really don't know that many people, even though it's been an entire semester at the school. And there's only like 72 of us I want to say at the Dublin campus and I don't even know all of us which is kind of crazy because my high school the graduating class was like 500 people and I probably like I'd feel pretty confident saying like I knew about 100 people so you know but anyways so that kind of was a little unfortunate and then later that day Shiva and I were planning to meet at Whole Foods to get pizza because the vegan pizza at Whole Foods is actually really really good and an entire pizza is only like 20 bucks so it's pretty good price and the pizza is huge so because we were trying to meet for dinner and I was like oh you know like let's meet somewhere halfway and then we were trying to find a new place that we haven't been to and I was like craving pizza so I was like actually like have you been to Whole Foods like have you had their pizza before it's really good and so yeah so we planned to meet there at like 5 30 because I had to go to Valvoline because my tire pressure was low again and I was actually talking to my friends about this from my small group and they were saying that I might have to get my tire patched and I was like oh god like this is too much for me like I'm just a girl like I can't I can't do anything car related so anyways I went to Valvoline and for the first time in my life there was a wait well okay I'm being dramatic. I've always had to wait, but, like, it's always been, like, a super quick, like, a couple-minute wait, but, like, there was, like, an actual line of cars, so I had to wait, and it took a while, but eventually, like, the guy came up to me and did my tire pressure, and I was like, okay, great, and then I was asking him about, like, the tire patching thing, and he was like, well, I can't really see any issues with your tire, but we don't do tire patching. Like, you'll have to go to a tire shop, and I was like, okay, so I think I'm gonna worry about it if the tire pressure becomes low again, which it hasn't since Friday, so I think we're okay for now, thank God, but yeah, because tires are expensive. Last summer, I drove over a nail, and then I had to get a new tire. It was $200. It was like, for what? Like, why? So, anyways, so yeah, so night started off bad there. Had to wait a while for Valvoline, and then Shiv and I were going to meet at 5.30, but I got there early because we got out of class early, so that was a good thing. That was very nice. Um, so we got out of class early. I went to Valvoline. I ended up waiting there anyways. So by the time I got to Whole Foods, I want to say it was like 4.45 or so, and we were going to meet at 5.30, so I was like, whatever. There's like a seating area. I'll just work on stuff. Some For some reason, I get so many emails, and then I spend like half an hour before I can even study just like looking through all my emails and then cleaning out my inbox and responding to stuff so it's very time consuming but I do enjoy I enjoy it because it's kind of like mindlessly being productive so I like it anyway so I was just sitting there working on my emails and then there was some sort of accident on the route that Shiva was taking to get to Whole Foods so it was taking a while so she was like just go ahead and order the pizza and then 
you know, we can walk around after we eat. So I was like, okay, cool. So around 5.10, I went to go order the pizza. And, you know, of course, there's a wait. So I was waiting in line. And the lady in front of me had ordered a pizza. And the worker had said, if you want an entire pie, the wait is about an hour and a half right now. I was like, okay, so that is not happening. I'm way too hungry to wait an hour and a half for this pizza. So then I called Shiva and I was like, hey, <laughs> like pizza's not going to be ready for an hour and a half. So I didn't order, but there is a Shake Shack nearby so we could go to Shake Shack. So that's what we did. Um, but of course, before that, we grocery shopped a little bit. It's really hard to grocery shop when you're spending your own money because like you don't want to spend money, but also you need food. So it's a hard balance. But anyways, I only spent $35, which is pretty good for me. I didn't get, but I honestly, I did not get a lot of stuff. So it's kind of expensive because I mean, what was I expecting? It was Whole Foods. I walked in there and then I was like comparing the prices to Trader Joe's and I was like, well, you can't do that because this is a different, a completely different store. So anywho, we ended up at Shake Shack and honestly, it was pretty good. We got veggie burgers, like they have like a non-dairy chocolate shake that was really good. And we got like spicy fries. Somehow we sat there and talked for two hours. I, God knows what we talked about. But it was fun. It was a good time. It was nice to catch up and chat in person because I feel like I don't really do that that often now because I'm always like stressed out about school. But, you know, it was a little bit of a process to kind of get to that point, what we had originally planned. Like there's a lot of blocks in the way. Similarly, I've been really struggling like to have motivation to study. I have an exam tomorrow and an exam on Tuesday and don't be like me because I haven't even studied at all for my exam tomorrow granted it is like a it's a standardized patient encounter and like we've already done it two times before and mine isn't until 1 p.m. so I have the morning to study so I think I'm just going to study in the morning for that it's really just making sure I have my questions down and like I practice like typing and like using the medical jargon and stuff like that so I'm not too stressed about it, but at the same time, like, I just feel like I need a little bit of stress to, like, motivate myself to study, and I just, like, have not been able to, like, get the the will to care about school anymore. Like, it's so bad. I'm so burned out, and I'm just, like, over it, but powering through, I pretty much just studied all day today, but it kind of feels, like, very, like, way more draining than normal, and also, like, I just haven't had the motivation or the stress enough to like care about studying. That being said, I feel like I was pretty productive today and I did get a lot done. It just doesn't feel like, it didn't feel like that in the moment, you know? So that's of slight concern, but it's so funny to think about like what I, how stressed I was studying for the first exam versus now like the fifth exam. I'm like, all right, well, time to get this done and over with. So it is kind of crazy. After this one, we just have one exam left and then we're done with wellness the first semester so I'm glad I'm glad to reach that milestone (laughs) yesterday I tried to chef it up using the stuff I got from Whole Foods I bought tempeh and I bought sweet potatoes and I was like okay great like I'm gonna bake this stuff and I had garlic I had I bought this little pack of two um like garlic bulbs I think is what they're like that I don't know if that's the right terminology but like two like bulbs of garlic from Trader Joe's when I moved in legitimately like three months ago and I still had 
an entire bulb left. So I was like, oh, like, you know, I've seen the thing where people just like bake the bulb and then you can like squeeze it onto bread and make garlic bread because I had pasta. So I was going to have like sweet potato and pasta and tempeh. And I was like, well, if I'm going to turn on the oven, I might as well like bake the um, garlic. And so I did. And honestly, it turned out pretty good. The garlic, baked garlic, like I just kind of threw some olive oil in there and some seasoning and put it in an aluminum foil and it was, it was fine. But I had a lot of issues with the tempeh. So I made this like marinade, but I just added in way too much liquid. So then it was like swimming in liquid on the pan and I didn't have enough aluminum foil on the pan. So then the liquid got onto the pan and then it was just like a hot mess to clean. On top of that, I like completely burned the tempeh. It's like, it was charred, but only half of the pan was charred because of like the uneven heat distribution. So it was just like a whole thing. And the sweet potatoes, like I forget how, I forgot how long sweet potatoes take to bake. It's like, like half an hour, 40 minutes. So then I was just like, oh my God. So I was really excited when I first started, but then I was so over it and I was so mad and like, the tempeh burned and the pan was a big thing and like there was no space in my dishwasher for anything and I was just like so frustrated and on top of that I don't know what I did at the gym yesterday but I did so I did a lower body workout and I didn't do any crazy weight or anything like I did my normal routine and my normal weight and I didn't really feel it in the moment but once I came home I couldn't walk like my left piriformis muscle like it was like in your butt it was like spasming and it was like contracting and like walking was so painful I was like hobbling around my house and some kind of I don't know if it's a ligament or what but something in the sole of my left foot is just like it just feels weird and so like I just noticed I don't know if it's because we're learning about the gait cycle now and so I'm like thinking about how I walk but like I just like haven't been able to walk normally and so you know honestly sometimes knowing too much is like not a good thing I feel I mean okay I'm being a little dramatic it's good to know stuff but I think I'm just like over analyzing my how I walk because we're learning about the gait cycle now and like you know all the different muscles that you use for all the different parts of the gait cycle and so like I've just noticed these deficiencies in myself but my piriformis muscle doesn't hurt now like today so that's good but it was really painful yesterday like when I was sitting it was it would hurt when I was standing it would hurt and when I would walk it was like super painful so I was kind of stressed out I was like oh my god like what's wrong with my piriformis but you know what at the end of the day the body is a self-functioning or self-healing unit and sometimes you just got to trust in that so I'm glad that that happened for me but yeah, I woke up in the middle of the night to go use the bathroom and then I was like, oh my god, like my, my butt doesn't hurt, like I can walk, so that was a relief. Anywho, oh my god, whoa, what just happened there? Anywho, my point from all these like random little things that happened in the past couple days is that they were seemingly very annoying and kind of put me in a negative mindset, but it they also kind of reminded me of my... I guess, commitment to be a little bit more mindful about gratitude with my journal because every night before I went to bed, when I had to write out the three things I was grateful for, like I wasn't just hyper fixating or focusing on all the things that went bad. I was going back and remembering like, oh yeah, on this day I like had time to go to the gym or like on this day I got to talk on the phone with my friend or like meet up 
with my friend at Shake Shack to drink non-dairy chocolate shakes. So like things like that help me refocus that energy on more positive things. And so that kind of inspired me to want to talk about gratitude today, like what it is, the importance of it, and some things recently that have made me feel very grateful. So first off, kind of going with a definition, this is just off of Google. So there's kind of two different definitions of gratitude that exist. The first one is a feeling of appreciation for and to return kindness. And I hadn't actually thought about gratitude in this way. I kind of more associate gratitude with the second definition, which is the quality of being thankful. Um, But I just thought it was interesting that there are two different definitions that exist for gratitude. And so honestly, in a way, it can be whatever you want it to be, as long as I think it's having a positive impact like on yourself and the people around you. I did a little bit of digging online and I saw this. Well, first off, I found this professor, Robert Emmons. He's an American psychologist and professor at UC Davis, and he specializes in research in personality, emotion, and religion psychology. He wrote an article for the Greater Good magazine in like 2010, so a long time ago, but I really liked what he had to say about gratitude, like the importance of it, kind of how he defines it and thinks about it. Um, And so he was saying that gratitude is a reminder that there are good things in the world, even when it doesn't feel like it in the moment. And I think that's a great way to put into perspective kind of like the importance of gratitude and the emotions that I've been feeling from doing my gratitude journaling. Like it seems like something so simple and silly, but doing it has really helped me see the greater kind of goodness of the things that are around me that I don't necessarily focus on because I'm taking them for granted. He also said that gratitude allows us to acknowledge that there are sources of good outside of ourselves that help us to achieve goodness. So he was saying this could be like another person, this could be some material item, your pet, or it could be more spiritual if you're spiritual. It's like God or like some other higher being. And he had said that all so gratitude is kind of like that humble understanding that goodness comes from something other than yourself and I can see that and I can agree with that but I also think that some part of gratitude comes from within yourself as well I think that that's not a huge part of gratitude but I think that it does play a small role in it I think having kind of that thankfulness for the self-improvement activities or like things that you do that better yourself, I think, at least for me, play a role in my gratitude and like just being thankful and seeing the goodness in the world and the other people around me and um, the other things that I surround myself with. So I don't know if, if other people feel the same way. It hadn't wasn't really something that I thought about until I read the article, but my kind of gut feeling when I read it was I don't fully agree with this. So I would be interested to see what other people think. So he actually did a study with about a thousand people in a wide, with a wide um, age range, eight to 80 years old. And he made them gratitude journal for three weeks and found that they had 
stronger immune systems, more feelings of joy and pleasure, they felt less lonely, isolated, and they had like way more um, positive impacts that they listed in the article. But it was just really interesting to see all of these kind of like different aspects of our health that are positively impacted by this very easy practice of gratitude. And he specifically went into four kind of different things he believes that gratitude gives to us and like why it's important to practice gratitude and try to add that into our lives. So the first one he said, gratitude allows us to be more present. And I fully agree with this one. I think that for me, this is a huge, huge, huge reason why I wanted to gratitude journal because I feel like I'm, I really struggle with how to be present and like how to be in the moment and like appreciate what I have. I tend to have like a lot of racing thoughts. My brain is scrambled. I'm all over the place and I'm always thinking of like what's ahead? How do I prepare for what's next? And that makes it really difficult. I think sometimes to like be in the present moment and just appreciate the time you have to give to whoever is in front of you or like, you know, whatever tasks you want to, um, what, whatever task you're trying to do. And so it makes it really hard for me because I feel like I zone out a lot. I'm not like appreciating what I have in the moment. And that kind of leads to a lot of regret. Like later when I overthink situations or like overanalyze things, I'm like, oh, you know, like I was just not like I was there, but I wasn't there. And so that makes me feel a little bit like remorseful and have negative feelings just in general about myself. But I think that having my gratitude journal has kind of put it in the back of my mind, like, okay, like you need to remember stuff you did today in order to write down like today I was grateful for X, Y, and Z. So in a sense, that's kind of forced me to become a little bit more like present and in the moment so that I can remember stuff to write down in my gratitude journal at night. So I definitely agree with that one. The second one he talked about, gratitude blocks toxic negative emotions. So we talked about this a little bit already, but I would definitely agree with this. I think that when you are practicing gratitude, like you can't have gratitude and negative and toxic emotions because those are two completely conflicting things. And so if, you, if you're practicing gratitude, you can't have toxic negative emotions, like point blank, period. So I think that it's very, 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 very helpful to be well-versed in practicing gratitude. And like, it's very difficult, even though I do my gratitude journal every night, I maybe have gone through that entire day thinking negatively until I get to that moment where I'm like in my bed, like doing my little journal activity. And then I'm like, okay, yeah, actually good things did happen today. I just didn't choose to focus on them in the moment. So I think that when you are practicing gratitude, it's a helpful tool to kind of combat those toxic negative emotions. I don't think they necessarily stop a person from feeling them because that is, you know, a normal part of life. And everybody, even Dr. Emmons, is going to experience, you know, negative emotions just because that's the way of the world. But I think when you have that kind of pre-programmed like gratitude mindset that can be very helpful to combat other manifestations that you don't want of negative emotions I think for me like last night when I was cooking my tempeh and my sweet potato I just got like so upset and mad I was like 
why are you so stupid? <laughs> like, why didn't you use more aluminum foil? Or like, why did you burn the tempeh? Why weren't you checking the oven? Like, and then I kind of took a second to, honestly, I took a second to go take a poo. I needed, I needed, a, I needed a while. I was like, I need to step away from this for a second. So in the bathroom, it gave me some time to think about what had, had occurred. And then I started to realize in order to learn things, especially new things like cooking, which is hard, I have to make mistakes because otherwise, how how the hell am I going to learn, right? Like I have to, the whole point of living life is making mistakes and learning from them so that you can better whatever you're trying to do. So with that new mindset, I then went and made the rest of my dinner and it ended up being really good. Like I was very happy. I was very proud of myself and I was like, you know what? This is a learning opportunity, opportunity like most things are in life. And sometimes it's hard to see that and appreciate that in the moment. Um, but when you have that kind of like gratitude mindset, then it's, it's very helpful to fall back upon that and be like, okay, wait, like let me reanalyze the situation from a more positive perspective. So I would definitely agree with that. The third one, he said that Gratitude makes us more stress resistant. And I think I definitely agree with this. I think like I was talking about earlier, like I just haven't been feeling as stressed out for this next kind of round of exams as I have for my last couple exams. I think, you know, part of the reason is because now I've done this four times. So I have that kind of familiarity with the process. But I think part of the reason too is because I had started doing my gratitude journal. And I think that that really helped me put into perspective the fact that my life is so much more than school and there's more non-school things that are important to me that I need to be kind of nourishing and doing and making sure that I'm participating in in order to prevent myself from burning out and I think when you practice gratitude you are reminded of those things so you do those activities you engage in those things and that helps you become more resistant to stress and burnout and all those kinds of like negative impacts of not doing things for yourself. And so I would definitely agree with that one. And the last one that he talks about, gratitude provides us with a higher sense of self-worth. This one I thought was really interesting. It's not something that I had necessarily kind of thought of or felt through my kind of couple last couple weeks of doing gratitude journaling, but reading his kind of perspective on why he believes this was very interesting. He said that when, according to him, when you're practicing gratitude, you're having that understanding that goodness is coming from something outside of yourself. For example, if it's the people that you surround yourself with, understanding that they see value in you helps you see your own value, which helps to increase your sense of self-worth. I thought that that was a very interesting take on the importance of gratitude, and I can definitely see that. I think that it is important to have like that intrinsic kind of origin of self-worth, but also like this is like a weird mix of intrinsic and extrinsic sense of self-worth. So I agree with parts of it for sure. I think that gratitude is very helpful and helping you kind of like 
just be more mindful and present about your life and the people in your life and the things in your life and the things that are important to you and how that kind of all plays into the person you are and the person who you want to be. So I think in general, it just makes you more kind of aware of these things. And that's always helpful for increasing feelings of self-worth and self-efficacy, self-confidence, all of that stuff. Moving on, how to practice gratitude. I think I've said gratitude journal like 20 times in the last 20 minutes. So of course, the first thing I would recommend is gratitude journaling as well as Dr. Emmons. So he said that even if you just gratitude journal like once a week and you just list like five things that you are grateful for from that week, like that is enough to kind of start to get into that habit of creating that more like grateful mindset. I like to do it every night before bed. I've just kind of added it in, in oh my God, <laughs> I've kind of added it into my routine. Um, so I just have like a, a journal and a pencil on my nightstand. And so every night before I go to bed, I'll write three things that I was grateful for that day. And it's pretty, like, I don't really have any rules. Sometimes it's like a couple words. Sometimes it's a couple sentences. Just kind of depends how I'm feeling that night. And I really like it. It's like a nice little way for me to just kind of reflect back on the day and like remember like, oh yeah, like I did X, Y, and Z today. And I actually had a pretty good day. So the next thing he's talked about counting your blessings so essentially your gratitude journaling but in your mind so he said you could do this once a day either like in the morning or in the night just adding it into your routine and thinking about like all the things that you have to be grateful for for me personally I like I said I have a lot of thoughts running up there in my noggin so I would forget to do this which is why I like having like the physical gratitude journal to write in if you're like me you might also like physical practices, like a gratitude jar. So he, he gave us this example of this family. They had a gratitude jar, and at the end of every day, whatever change they had, they would put into this gratitude jar. Um, and like, you know, as they put money into the gratitude jar, they would remind themselves of what they're grateful for, whether it be like a meal or like the family or their home, things like that. And then once their jar was full, they would donate that money to like a local shelter or something like that. So I thought that was also a really great way to practice gratitude um, in a more kind of like physical aspect because everybody's different. Obviously, I can appreciate that, but I think a lot of people, it's very easy to kind of get caught up in other things going on and not prioritize thinking about like all the things that you're grateful for. And so I think it's helpful at least to start off with like a physical journal or like a physical jar where you're putting money in and like reminding yourself, like I'm putting this in because I'm grateful for all the things that I have. So yeah, I wanted to end the this week's episode with some things recently that have been making me feel grateful. Hopefully this will give people some ideas for their own gratitude journals or counting their blessings or physical practices like a gratitude jar. I hope that people who listen to this try to engage in some sort of gratitude, especially, you know, this week with holiday season and everything approaching us. I think it's important to practice gratitude and not only during this time, but as often as we can. In terms of specific to me, things that have been making me feel grateful recently. A huge one has been the weather. I don't know why and I don't know how. I think climate change, but the winter 
season has been very mild so far in Ohio, knock on wood. But it has been very mild. Like last week, the highs were like in the 60s. It was sunny. It was beautiful. And it only rained on Friday. And like this week, the weekend too was beautiful. Like it was sunny. It was colder this weekend for sure, but it was sunny. And that's a huge thing for me, I think, being able to go outside or even just like see the sun. That always just makes me feel better. So I enjoy going on walks or going on runs or like just like sitting outside and reading. So I felt really grateful all those days that I could do those things because the weather was so nice. Even though it is a little bit stressful to think about like climate change and like the impacts of climate change on us. But that's okay. That's for like some other, that's for another time to worry about. The next thing that I've been really grateful for recently is spending time with friends and family. So like I said, Shiv and I spent like two hours talking at Shake Shack on Friday and then on Wednesday I went on a walk with my mom because the weather was so nice out. So just doing little things like that that I don't normally do was really nice to spend like an extended amount of time with other people. It's very easy for me to think that I'm okay on my own and I'm okay being alone to the point where I'm really isolating myself and not in a good way. And so, like, sometimes I think I'm a little too comfortable being alone, and I don't want to, I don't want that to negatively impact my friendships and my relationships, so I do have to physically kind of, like, or maybe not physically, but, like, I have to, like, make that effort, and so writing those things down in my gratitude journal reminded me of the importance of, you know, making plans and things like that to hang out with my friends and to do things with my parents and spend time with them. So the next thing that I was grateful for, getting in good workouts. I mean, like I said, I did have a a couple of injuries over the past couple days, but in general, like I had a pretty good week in terms of workouts. The weather was nice out, so I was able to go on a run, went on a couple walks, went to the gym. So I always like when I'm able to get in that physical activity because for the most part, I am just sitting all day. So having physical activity makes me feel really good um, and just makes me feel productive. And I'm doing something that's not school related and that's always great nowadays. So that felt really good. And although it was really, really annoying and stressful, I'm really grateful for homemade food. Just the fact that I have the money to be able to buy food and I have an oven and I have all the stuff and like, you know, I'm able to cook and eat and store food. I have a fridge. And when I went home, my mom gave me a bunch of food. So I really haven't had to cook that much, which is why I'm really bad at it. But that's okay. So things like that have just made me feel really grateful. Having the money to get a nice haircut. I did get a haircut on Tuesday. And that kind of goes into my next one. But so I went to like a bougie, like a nicer like salon, you know, like not like a um, like a budget place that I would usually go to. Like my sister and I, when we were in high school and not high school, but more like middle school, we used to get our hair cut at Walmart. Like, I don't know. I don't know why. But anywho, so I went to this like nicer salon. It was like $50 for a haircut, but it was super nice. And I'm just very grateful that I have the money to be able to go and spend 50 bucks on a haircut um, because I'm used to spending like $20 at Walmart. Anywho, going into my next point, I'm really grateful for like the school environment that I'm in because literally every, a lot of people were complimenting my, my haircut. They were like, oh my God, like, did you get a haircut? Like, it looks so cute. And not to like big myself up, but like it made me feel really good and like really grateful 
that I'm in an environment where everybody is so like nice and positive and I think that's something that I hadn't really thought about until I went to school on like Wednesday and Thursday and people brought it up and I was like yeah I did get a haircut it is um, a little shorter than I wanted but I mean I think it looks great and like so did other people and so that felt really good lastly the thing that I've been grateful for is having my own space I think that even though I do tend to self-isolate, I really, really, really appreciate having my own space. I'm very thankful for it. I'm very grateful for it because in a lot of ways I need it. I like doing what I want to do when I want to do it. And I like, you know, cooking what I want to when I want to cook it and not worrying about other people's cleanliness and just... Being able to, to be in charge of my own area and my own space and all that kind of stuff seems trivial, but in the moment, I, I mean, but like when I'm reflecting back on it, I think that's a huge part of why I am the way I am. I don't even know how to describe it, but like once I moved out of my parents' house like and went to college and was an RA and had my own space... I couldn't go back. I was like, I don't even know how I did this before. So nothing against my parents. I just realized like this is something that's really important to me. I need my own space. So yeah, okay. Well, that's all I have for today. I don't know how I talked for almost 40 minutes, but I hope you got something out of this week's episode. I don't know if you could tell, but this is something that I've been thinking about for a little bit. Gratitude and the importance of gratitude why we should be practicing gratitude. I really hope you can't hear my computer right now. It sounds like it's about to take off. So that's really great. That's another issue I've been having. My computer has been really slow and I've tried to restart it like two or three times and that hasn't changed anything and I've like updated it and everything. So unfortunately we are having some computer issues but hopefully it gets resolved before my exam on Tuesday because that would be kind of sad. Anywho. Oop, I just burped. Um, I burped because I've been trying to chug this vile flavor of poppy. It's in that multi-pack. So at Costco, they have two multi-packs now, but when I went the first time, they only had one. It had strawberry lemon, which in my opinion is the best poppy flavor, orange, and cherry limeade. The cherry limeade, I don't know. I love poppy, but the cherry limeade flavor absolutely disgusting and so obviously I got I got a whole Costco pack and I didn't know that I I would not like the cherry limeade so I've had to unfortunately like drink these cherry limeades this is the very last one in my little Costco sized pack so I've been burping a lot because I stopped drinking it before I recorded this but that was a little mini burp a residual burp I have to finish it now while I edit this unfortunately but that's okay I would not recommend getting the multi-pack if you don't like the cherry limeade flavor and if you haven't tried it yet go buy a single can first because I'm sure there's people out there that they fucking love this thing but I just I can't it's so bad to me but I think like since I've been a little kid I've never really liked anything that's cherry flavored because it just reminded me of medicine so maybe that's why but I don't know I just like genuinely don't think it's good which is really sad because I really, really, really like Poppy. I just don't like this flavor. So anyways, I 
Hope you have a great rest of your day. I appreciate you and your time so much. Thank you for listening. And I hope you have a great holiday season, you know, whether you're celebrating with friends, family, just chilling by yourself. Try to practice some gratitude this week. And we'll talk next week. Bye. Love you.